What's going on, everybody? It is Friday, April 2nd. It is baseball's opening weekend. Finally, it feels so good to say that. You have found the Pinwheels and Ivy podcast. I am your host, Matt Swaski, a.k.a. Father Zo, a.k.a. Elite Eight Zo, a.k.a. Why am I only Elite Eight Zo? Come on, guys. We could have did better. <laughs> and with me, as always, now with internet, Mr. Aldo Soto. What's up, Aldo? All right, that's the biggest win I'm going to have for the week because uh, the Cubs aren't really coming through. So, But I, fin- I finally have internet. had for like five days now. Um, you know, almost was catastrophic, but finally got it. Um, you know, got, I, I was trying to make a like lack of power joke here, but uh, Cubs suck. I'm at. Yes, yes. <laughs> and as you can notice, we're missing the third member of our crew. Uh, KFIDS is thankfully drunk in Mexico somewhere because after that Cubs outing and the shit they pulled with Nico Horner and this other shit with Chris Bryant let me tell you folks Rizzo Rizzo, (laughs) we have a chat for the show that we go on throughout the day the chat never stops and uh, K-Fitz is hot he's hot not just his burnt skin (laughs) literally he's literally he's literally burning so uh, you're going to want to tune in next week but K-Fitz is enjoying his vacation uh, hopefully he's having a great time down there in Mexico. Uh, but we got a lot to talk about. It's opening day weekend, Cubs, Sox, all league news, everything and everything in between. We're going to get right into it. Um, yeah, so let's tap this guy. Rebuild of the favorites. We here for the latest. Yeah. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. It's that time of the year now. Wrigley or Gantee, so the whole league that we hear now. New show with a new mood. Discussions and interviews. Straight rumors that might be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on the board, yeah. Every season, make it all change. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you waiting for, yeah. This is what you waiting for. You can put it on the board. As always, the show is brought to you by PointsBet. Go download PointsBet app. Use promo code PINWHEELS to get money matching and free bets. Uh, I point bet Bryce Harper today. Nice. Uh, last I looked, he was like one for three with a walk and a single. That ain't gonna get it done, bud. But um, by the yeah. way, we're get, we're gonna get to Sox talk after like we get done roasting the Cubs. But yes, points bet special. Get it in before first oh, pitch yeah. tonight. You can double your money mm-hmm. plus one hundred if the Sox score one, one or more runs. One or more runs. So that's only obviously for our viewers that are watching us live on Thursday night. If yes. you're listening to this on Friday, yeah, I missed the boat yellows, but uh, white Sox plus 100 score one run points, bet. use promo code pinwheels. The max bet is 20 bucks, but you bet 20 bucks. You win 20 bucks. It's basically a free 20 bucks. Easy, easy 20 bucks. Easy 20. They're going to score a run off a of Bundy. They might like, do it in on. the first inning. Yeah. Like, come on, easy 20 bucks. So we're trying to help you out. That's some drinking money for the weekend. Uh, I know all you drink fancy, expensive beers, but for me, that's a 
30 rack and half a pack of smokes. So, uh, yeah. And also, I'd like to give a shout out before we get started. As you'll notice, my beautiful pinwheels mug and pinwheel shirt that I'm wearing, courtesy of Snark Burley. Go follow at Snark Burley on Twitter. Uh, she does awesome shirts for all the teams. Uh, she hooked it up. This was a little bit of a special request. It, it just tastes better out of this mug. Booze tastes better out of that mug. But um, keep an eye out because this might be the start of a beautiful relationship. Uh, and we might actually have some gear to for you to buy and rock our shit. And that'd be cool. The day that I'm like out and I see someone rocking a pinwheels and ivy shirt, I'm going to lose my shit. I, yes. Yeah. That'd that would be great. That would be like a, like a really, that'd be a moment. Send one to TA. Yeah. So, oh, we're for sure sending them to the team. But uh, yeah, appreciate all of you that are saying you'd rock one in the comments. Um, but yeah, let's start with the game that already happened. As you know, we record these live on Thursday nights. You can watch us live on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. The Cubs had their opening to home opener. Home opener against the Pittsburgh Pirates, which should be a layup. You got your you got one of your, the worst teams in the league. Easily one of the worst. I follow, the worst. I follow baseball very, very closely. Like obviously baseball is a big part of all of our lives. I was struggling to name a player on the Pirates today. <laughs> like Todd Frazier left, right? He has to be cut. Like he's <laughs> like yeah, he's like, let oh, me get out not. of here. Oh yeah. No. Todd Frazier was like, Todd. let me get out of here. That's the thing, um, I didn't even know Todd Frazier was with the Pirates. He was wearing number 99. It was weird. Um, he led their team in like uh, home runs in spring training. But it's Pittsburgh, man. Like, it's not. The Cubs should have won this game by all. Everything. I knew it was scared. I mean, tying it into the gambling thing, the Pirates were like one of the biggest underdogs mm-hmm. like on opening day. And like, that's just one of those where you're like, God damn it. Like, they're going to win. And they ended up winning. Well, let's start with. <laughs> Kyle Hendricks, man, you got your ace on the mound who's known for his control and he didn't have control. I don't, I'm not, Kyle Hendricks isn't going to make the excuse, but I will make it for him. Well, don't say of, it's cold. Don't say no, it's cold. Not that because okay. it was also cold for the Pirates and, yes. and Chad Cole, he didn't have any control either, but the Cubs just couldn't fucking hit off him or yep. anyone of the Pirates for that matter. No. But uh, it's not even the cold because, like, again, it's cold for everybody. That's but a tough remember, they, they are trying to. They're trying. I don't even think it's going to be. Uh, <laughs> like, the whole thing is like. Remember how they're trying to crack down on like pitchers using substances? Yes. Ooh. I think it's more that than oh, it's just cold. It's like it's cold and like guys just can't use shit anymore. That's true. But no excuses. Kyle Hunch is bad. I mean, he goes walk home run. Um, the only positive for that was in our pinwheels and Ivy fantasy baseball league. Uh, I had to put in Hayes, the uh, Pirates third baseman, into my lineup, and he hit a home run. So that was great for me. Um, not great for me betting the under because I was like emotionally hedging the entire game. And then what was the over under on this game? Seven. Seven though was three to two after two innings. <laughs> oh man, it was. Oh, it was geez. brutal though. It was that is, one. That's, that is rough. Like it, it got to it got to four to two, and I'm like, all right, just if the Cubs are gonna lose because they had two fucking hits all game, just yeah. nobody else score. But then Pirates got a run like in the, in the eighth or ninth. Time. That's yeah. All I bet today was I took a super chalk parlay, 
which thanks for Detroit Tigers. Shout out for fucking that up. <laughs> and then uh, I didn't need, actually, did I bet the Cubs? I don't think I know. I wouldn't bet the Cubs just because I don't bet the Cubs out of principle. Oh, wow. uh, I points bet Bryce Harper, which I don't know what he's doing. I don't know if he had another hit. I need one more hit or a walk from him. And then on not our sponsor, there's a boosted bet for Giolito 7Ks. Okay, okay. Ooh, I think that's another layup. I don't want to I – mean, that's not me jinxing it. I legitimately think that's a layup. Yeah, I took that one. Let's see. Where's my boy at, Bryce Harper? What are you doing today? Nope, one for four with the walk and a strikeout and a single. Come on. Damn it, Bryce. Um, but, you know, it was it was brutal, though. I mean, again, uh, so, you know, Hendricks obviously wasn't – didn't have his command. He walked – he walked like the leadoff guy, like first three innings, I think. Um, he did. The and the pirate, the pirate starting pitcher Chad Cole, he wasn't at any better. Like the first inning, he was awful too. It's just the Cubs couldn't get anything. That for the the most awful part about this game, this game was like four hours long. <laughs> just right. Four, it was brutal. four hours brutal. Cubs pitchers walked like ten guys, hit a guy. Uh, Cubs batters it, struck out 12 times. It just uh, kept going. Every time I would look, I'd try to check the final score. It was still going. I'm like, what is Cubs, going on? The Cubs used like all but two relievers. <laughs> they didn't use uh, Dylan Maples, hilarious, because he's the guy who, you know, who walks everyone. Right. And then they didn't use Craig Kimbrell, who also like could walk everyone. Um, but it didn't matter because the entire bullpen, just every single guy who pitched walked a guy, except for Alec Mills. Which and that's the thing, though. Literally everything that could have gone like bad for the Cubs did, like the pitching, the the, the hitting. The Cubs had eleven walks. I mean, they walked eleven yeah. batters. Uh, the the decision for so you know the Cubs are starting the year with Edward Alzale in the rotation. He's the number five starter, but he's not starting until like next week. Right. Cubs have an off day on Friday, so after Kyle Hendricks only can only go three innings because he just didn't have 63 pitches in three innings. And obviously they're being extra cautious this year because of like the innings show. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, perfect spot. Bring in your swingman. bring in your long relief guy that you put in the bullpen. But no, David Ross saves him, or like, I don't know how he thought the rest of the game was going to go, but then he just uses him in the ninth inning. It's like, you could have used him in the fourth. Maybe he could have just like shut down the pirates for a few innings. So I have a little bit of news that might make you feel a little better. Probably not, but it might. No, I'm not being facetious here. So the the Padres had a six to one lead going into the fifth (laughs) inning and they gave and Arizona hit four bombs in the fifth. Two Two of them off you. See, so I know you said that you weren't being facetious, but I have you Darvish on my fantasy team. So. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. I swear to God, so I did not know worse that. it's even worse. My day just keeps getting worse. Um, I did not know that. I swear to God, I did not know that. Oh, shit. My bad. When you brought up San Diego and that they had a lead, I'm like, no, no, no. Yep. And then you kept going. And then Four bombs in the fifth inning. We're seeing a lot more offense today than I thought. I was going to pound unders all day. but it must be nice. <laughs> I'm yeah, glad I stayed up. Yep. The Cubs had two hits. Anthony Rizzo had a double in the first inning, and then three and a half hours later, Eric Sogard hit a double. <laughs> yep, Eric Sogard. People were mad about him. Look at him, big double. Big double. I mean, him and him and Hayward uh, not uh, doesn't either want to get any uh, any know. shots. Uh, also loved it though. Uh, Eric Sogard came in on double switch. Lots of give the Cubs offense a shot uh, jokes. So that was that was cool. Yep. Um, um, but yeah, everything was awful though. Uh, just atrocious 
Nothing here's went a, well. Here's a good stat to sum up how bad it was for the Cubs today. And this was sent to me by our resident fact checker, oh, Alex. Geez. Clayton Kershaw and Bumgarner combined had three hits and four total bases today. The entire Cubs lineup had two hits and four total bases today. It Hell just, yeah. It just looked – it was just bad. I mean, there's there's no – it was just a shit game for the Cubs. Up, down, all around. I mean, Javi Baez, nice little hat trick today. Oh, he looked awful. Three strikeouts. Uh, well, That's the other thing. K Fitz probably chugged a whole bottle of tequila just watching it. Uh, Javi Baez. Every, no, so everyone looked awful. The Cubs at one point had a stretch where they had uh, like 10 of 12 batters struck out. <laughs> it was, it 13, was awful. 13 total strikeouts for the Cubs today. No, it was, it was awful. It was, and it's, oh my God. And I know, and I know maybe it was the Margarita. Maybe it was the Jose Cuero I was drinking last night. But mm-hmm. I, I still feel confident. I mean, it, it's one game. It's not like I'm completely abandoning ship here after one game. But it's like the same shit that we're seeing that we've seen since like summer 2018 for the Cubs. It's as yep. much as the struggles uh, of like the bullpen that we're gonna see. You kind of have confidence that eventually, like they'll find enough guys and get it together. You know, Kyle Hendricks hopefully is gonna be walking three guys every start. The offense, no hard hit balls, striking out. Yep. I mean, the 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 only positive, the only positive though. The Cubs, the Cubs played little ball great. They got they got three guys in from third base, less than two outs. Positive, positive. <laughs> Jack Peterson, your boy, had a sack fly in the first. Mm-hmm. Rizzo had another sack fly, and then Contreras had a sack fly. Mm-hmm. So you know, got got the productive outs uh, win on Thursday. So this is in my head right now. I'm picturing Fids at like a like resort, like you know, he's at an all inclusive joint. <laughs> He's at like the swim up bar right now. His girl's taking a nap. Long day of drinking and on the boat. He's at the swim up bar to a dude that maybe barely speaks enough English to get by as a resort bartender. <laughs> and he's just laying into this dude as he pumps him with tequila about Javi Baez and Nico Horner. And I'll tell you folks one thing right now. Fids is pissed about Nico Horner. Like livid. Oh, no. I, that, that's the other thing. Oh, yeah. Thanks for bringing that up too. So Nico Horner, we all he got optioned down like a few days or like last week, whenever it was, before mm-hmm. the rosters were announced. Um, David Bode won the job, and what's the one thing that we've been saying? I've been down on. I've been. I'm still on Team Nico, but I've been down on like, can does he have enough? Like I don't even know. Has he developed enough to like be like an all right MLB hitter? Because he just needs to be average. Because. He's been a stellar defensive second baseman yes. uh, since he's been called up. And then in 2019, when he was called up, he was great at shortstop. Yep. David Bode gets the ball. Uh, I forget what, what the inning was. I think it was the third. Yeah, it was the third because it should have been an out. But he's like deep in like shell or he's like in shallow right field on the shift. There's a ground ball here right to him. Takes his fucking time, strolling the park, then has to like unleash like a bullet to first base to try to get the out. It's called an out initially. The guy was safe. Pirates get an easy, get a get a base runner there. And it's like, dude, you can't be the guy who like, quote unquote won the second base job and then not make every single play at second base. <laughs> like you, you can't have those like mental no. mistakes. Whatever it was, like, come on. You have to, you, have to, you can't have that happen. And I mean, I really don't think Bodie won the second base job. I think it's more service time bullshit. Nico, Nico had a great spring. Nico did yeah. everything you wanted him to do in spring training. 
Yeah. No, see, that's like a, I mean, we'll get into it with the Sox and like, uh, you know, giving a guy like Larry Garcia the start in left field. And, you know, Kevin mentioned it, uh, I think last night, he's like, you know, shout out to Tony LaRusso for, you know, giving the veteran a nod. Mm-hmm. And it's like, David Bode had, he was really good in spring training too. Obviously, not at, didn't put up the numbers that Horner did. Horner like batted almost 400. Right. But like, you know, David Bode, probably last chance, another veteran guy. It's like, all right, go out there and prove that you can be a starting second baseman. And, it, it would be the slam dunk. Oh, the Cubs are just doing service time manipulation, but it's like they could have sent him, they could have sent him down last year when he like couldn't hit. They didn't. So like, that's not as clear cut. I do think it's definitely a factor of why they did it, but I don't think it's the only one, but honestly, I mean, the one move I was mad about was Eric Sogard, but Eric Sogard has like the two hardest hit balls for the Cubs so far this year. So, <laughs> so you know, they, He's on the. He actually provided a shot for the uh, Cubs offense. Oh, shout, shout out to our friend Jordan Lazowski. Carson Fulmer just came in for the Reds and did one, two, three with a strikeout. There you go. Look at that. See, kids, don't give up on your dreams. You just have to be down eleven to six on opening day, and <laughs> you'll get to come in and pitch a little bit. Hey, hey, I, that's like one more clean inning than the entire Cubs bullpen. So. Mm-hmm. So. Ah, Zozo. For lack of a better term, rough, rough first day for the <laughs> literally day. everything that could have gone wrong. Like every yep. every aspect of the of the game, except for like base running, I guess. Base running and the Cubs. Credit to the Cubs; they did get a run. They did pick a guy off. They executed a rundown. So, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> two hits though. Two hits. Phillies just walked it off versus Atlanta. Oh boy! Ooh, we got some good baseball on opening Them day. Bravos! Good, good baseball on opening day, though. And I will say, I watched because I don't have the MLB Network this year. Mm-hmm. I watched a lot of the uh, Toronto Yankees game where the Yankees ended up walking it off. But for a team that lost their closer and is doing bullpen by committee, Toronto's going to be okay, man. Them dudes were hitting 9,900, then all the way down into 80 with a lot of movement on shit. Like, I don't know if it was just opening day, Yankee Stadium, you're pumped up, you know, whatever. But, yeah, man. uh, And speaking of relievers, and uh, Lily Gumper brought it up, Dwayne Underwood Jr., who the Cubs DFA'd this year, or this spring training, he just Mm -hmm. comes in, just strikes off the Cubs. I think it was the fourth fourth inning. Strikes out the side, looks fucking like a million bucks. Meanwhile, the Cubs have every guy coming in walking the world. So that was another another great uh, another great. Yeah, I, point I there wasn't, for the Cubs. wasn't watching the Cubs game because I don't have Marquee Network or whatever. But I saw someone tweet out like, "Someone needs to let the Cubs know you don't have to walk the leadoff hitter every <laughs> inning." <laughs> I think they did uh, except uh, every inning except for two. Mm-hmm. So or one, I <clears throat> two. I think it was two. I think it was like the seventh and the ninth inning. And then. So then after that, I'm guessing you as a Cubs fan are like, well, at least the Brewers are losing. <laughs> and the Brewers are playing the Twins, which why are they starting off with interleague play? That's weird to me. I just didn't even notice. I but, mean, I think somebody has to because it's yeah. oh, yeah. a number. But um, Twins took oh, a five. Wait, hold on. Matty Mitch, another positive. The Cubs didn't leave the bases loaded today. That's good. Saw that go. a million times last year in a 60-game season. 
Um, so the Twins took a 5-3 to three lead into the ninth against the Brewers, and they put in their new new, new signing, Alex NWO's favorite. Alex Calame. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and do the Kermit the Frog T-sip here. How many people do you think tweeted at Ken? And Alex Calame blew the save. Twins lost 6-5. That is a beautiful, beautiful thing to say. That, that, that Actually, that made me happier than anything else that happened today. I mean, I know it sucks for Cubs fans because that's your division rival, but the Twins are my most hated team. To, to see them go out, spend the money on a closer, you know, everyone, oh, they got to steal, they got to steal, blah, 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 blah. And he blows his first blows. save against the Brewers. And then, yeah. And then another weird, weird thing in baseball today, uh, Shane Bieber giving up a bomb to Cabrera and Detroit taking beating the Indians with Bieber on the hill. Just crazy first day. I love – fuck, I miss baseball. Well, uh, he, uh, Taylor brought it up too. The Cody Bellinger two-run solo home run. Yeah, because someone told Turner that there was like uh, – <laughs> COVID vaccine on first base or something, and he, he tried to run back. And uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, just a lot of crazy shit today. Today was supposed to be the first time since like the 30s that every MLB team played on opening day. I mean, once Bob Nightingale tweeted that out, we knew. Yep. We should have known. Yep. And then so we got one game, the, the Mets-Nationals game got postponed because of the possibility of two or more positive COVID tests. And then uh, Baltimore and Boston got rained out. Yep. But just crazy, 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 crazy day of baseball across the board. I love it. Dude, Twitter was like a firestorm. Like once you got into like the heart of the afternoon and all these games were going on at the same time, people were like, oh, that was a sick tag at home without putting players' names. And you're like, what game was that? Like what is going on? Like <laughs> – I thought about pulling the trigger on the $140 for the MLB, but, oh, up to three confirmed for the Nationals. What are you doing, Nationals? Come on. By the way, Zoe, uh, no free ads here, but if you or if you know anyone who has T-Mobile. Right. If someone wants to DM me, log in to the MLB package, I will not be mad at you. And you might get shouted out on the podcast <laughs> but that's totally illegal and we don't do illegal stuff on this show so you should definitely not do that but yes um, sue oh by the way before we can't switch the socks here soon but mm-hmm. leading up to opening day for the cubs we had these storylines cubs offered anthony rizzo uh i think first it was 60 million dollars and oh, then God. they offered them um, five for 70. Uh, and then insulting, on, insulting, both yeah, offers. So, so that was, and he pretty much said on what day was it? on Tuesday, he spoke to the media and he's like, yeah, no, I'm like, I, I told my agents to, or told my guys not to, not shut to discuss it, it anymore. Shut it down. Shut We've it had down. plenty of time to talk about it. We haven't been able to do it down or haven't been able to get anything done on Wednesday. Dead Hoyer, uh, and, uh, talks, and he obviously he's asked about the extension talk with uh, with Rizzo because you know the numbers are out there. Yep. And he and he's like, how confident are you that you can get uh, an extension done uh, with Rizzo before opening day? And he responds, very confident. 
Whoa. So it's like, all right, all right, we got, we got, maybe, you know, you would think that the president of the team wouldn't say that unless there's something very close. Thursday comes, and it's like, no. <laughs> Jed Hoyer, uh, I think, I forget what show he was on, probably in 670 score. And uh, he's like, yeah, we've stopped talking to guys. So great, great move. Plus, we, you know, we have the rumblings of uh, he said that he's talked to KB and Javi's camp during spring training. We've heard the rumblings that just not true for Chris Bryant. So yes. uh, great job, Jed. If you're a long-time listener to the show, you know the connection to the show with Chris Bryant. And we'll just say that if – Jed said he talked to Bryant. Bryant yes. doesn't know about it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Maddie Mace brings it up. Like, you know, uh, Bray, you got like 50 over three years. You can't, it's the face of your fucking franchise. <laughs> like, it's, it's Anthony Rizzo. You pay Anthony Rizzo. You're talking about like just best dude. Like, just great. I know we talk about KB being like, just doesn't like ever get into any trouble. But, like, it's just different. Rizzo's been here the longest out of this Cubs core, like, in terms of the major league team. Face of your franchise, like, universally liked, except for, like, the few people trying to get some, like, Twitter clout, being like, ah, he's overrated or something. I don't know what that's about. Right. But it's like, yeah, would Andy Rizzo, like, get that much money in free agency? Like, uh, who knows? Like, the first base market's been kind of weird. Like, does she get Goldschmidt money? No, but, like, you can still pay him, like, kind of somewhere in the vicinity of, like, like the market value for him, not just lowball him. It's like, oh, my God, Jed. And I know there's, like, there's a side coming. It's like, well, you know. Hoyer's probably offering this much because he doesn't know what the budget's going to be. It's like, you worry about that later. You, if you're going to lock up one of the guys, I'd love it if they can lock, lock up everyone. If they can mm-hmm. lock up Rizzo and KB or just say KB. But, like, it, you, <laughs> it's Anthony Rizzo. I don't know. You can't I don't lose yeah. that guy. I don't understand how you can tell your fan base you're still going, like, trying to win – your division and do all these things when you have rivals in the division going out and trading for Nolan Arenado and doing all this stuff. And you're sitting here trying to nickel and dime Chris Bryant and Anthony Rizzo. And, uh, uh, I found that I found this tweet from like after, I think it was 2019, right before free agency. And this is like, I mean, we, we basically, we've basically known the route that the Cubs have been on since after 2018 within haven't done anything in free agency, mm-hmm. but like, I and I specifically remember this because of like the whole like just nothing happening with extensions here. But Tom Ricketts, like in 2019 in the offseason, he was like, uh, yeah, you know, we might, we might not be able to uh, like resign some of these guys because of like the because of the money that they're going to be demanding. Uh, your first fucking point was, hey, like the key to success is, you know, drafting guys and developing them. You mm-hmm. can't have that and then draft guys, develop them, and then they're demanding money because you developed them. So that means they're good. That means it was good for you. And it's like, ah, you're asking for too much. Like, right. <laughs> come on. <laughs> it's oh, just, my God. Zo. It's and basically then, he's trying to get you to eat shit and call it caviar. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's, it's tough, man. It's just, it's a tough look. I, you won't hear me say this often, but like, I feel bad for the Cubs fans when it comes to this. 
Like this it's, is bad. It's that. It's just like I, I mean, what we heard all off season. It's like you know we're not going to be tearing it down. Uh, like not yet. It's, it right. seems like you're about to. It's yeah. It's kind of brutal. Uh, oh, and in the theme of ex White Sox players blowing saves, that was uh, Nate Jones blowing the save for Atlanta. <laughs> Giving up the walk. It wasn't a blown save, but he gave up the walk off. The walk off. Yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah, just a lot of crazy shit, man. I'll tell you who else looked good today. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Homeboy lost some weight, like a lot of weight. They talked ESPN. You know how, you know how ESPN always gets like a little thread of something, and they just tug on it till the sweater completely unravels. Yeah. Well, somebody told him to push the storyline of Vlad working out in the offseason. And, I mean, they were talking about the trainer's name, what he did. Da, 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 da. But the long story short, he looked really good. And his first at-bat against Garrett Cole, he took a, a high – it looked like a slider that didn't really slide too much. And I think he hit it like – I think the exit velo was like 107, 109 miles an hour. And it was just a line – just a bullet to center fielder for a base hit because he, it was high. So he didn't get underneath it too much, but 114 miles an hour. No way. Was it really? Where's Alex at? Sorry. It's not that I don't trust you on that one, but <laughs> I need our fact checker, Alex, to give me that one. 114 miles an hour. Fuck out of here. There you what? go. Vlad Guerrero Jr.'s first swing of 2021 produced a 114 mile per hour long drive towards Garrett Cole's head. God Damn, you're right, Maddie. I apologize. It's just that number is so ass, just ass nine. I just Vlad Guerrero Jr.'s or Vlad Jr.'s 114.1 mile per hour single was the hardest base hit Garrett Cole has allowed since Statcast introduction. And I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't right down the middle. He went up and got it, and obviously he got over it a little bit to have a line drive, but. 114 miles an hour. You can kill somebody with that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, holy moly, Donut Chop. Yankees looked like they were struggling to hit today, too. I, mean, I think uh, everybody was booing. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Aaron Judge. No, Aaron Judge, too. Aaron Judge came up with bases loaded and fucked that up. Uh, Gary Sanchez was their best player today. He had a bomb. but So we have a lineup for the White Sox. We have a lineup. I'm actually, I want to say this right now. I'm pretty proud of you, White Sox Twitter, right now. No one's uh, freaking out. I haven't seen too many people tweaking. People were a little upset that Lurie was starting in left field over Andrew Vaughn tonight. It's mm-hmm. a matchup thing, dude. It's going to be a platoon for a long time. You know, Andrew Vaughn, he already said Andrew Vaughn's going to play tomorrow. I mean, it's not like he's like, I saw the, the running joke was like, this will show you, this will teach you for not signing your extension. Like, we're going to bench you. Like, that's kind of funny. But, like, uh, Lurie's a vet. Lurie actually played a ton of games in left field. Angle's still hurt. You just – I don't mind Lurie in there against Bundy tonight. It's fine. Uh, betting six is interesting to me. But I get it. Um, so, the lineup for the Sox tonight. Uh, you got Anderson Eaton, Abreu, Mancada, Grandal, Garcia, Robert Collins, Nikki Two Strikes with Lucas Giolito on the bump. 
this is the new reality for White Sox fans with Eloy being out, man. Get used to a DH that bat eight. Uh, have there's ever been the definition of a shit or get off the pot season? This is it for Zach Collins. If he can't produce in the first half of this season with Eloy hurt, you you just, I mean, I don't even know. You know what I mean? Like, do you buy that? Uh, I mean, at this point, we have to call it a rumor uh, from uh, one of Hector's boys. Oh, Hector, Hector, Hector. <laughs> or was it Hector? No, it, it, no, was, it was like one of his boys. Was but yeah, it was like part of his crew. Yeah. So here's my thing about Hector. Okay, <laughs> Hector is batting like. He's like 50-50 with shit, okay? Which a Hall lot of guys, fame. yeah, there's a lot of guys that make the Hall of Fame batting 500. <laughs> like anything on Twitter, people will always harp on the shit that he fucked up on. Like that's just that's welcome to 2021 in social media. It's just always going to happen. But what people need to keep in mind is the things that Hector did get right. And one of the things that Hector did get right was Aloy's extension. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he got the money right. Um, he knows people in Aloy's camp or he knows Aloy personally. I don't know. I'm not one of these guys that just rolls my eyes. Anytime Hector retweets or tweets something he does have in with a lot of the Latin players, you know what I mean? Latino players. Mm-hmm. Um, Aloy is a very in shape dude. Like he's physically fit very strong as we've seen him hit baseballs 10 miles far. Um, he's also young. Um, so he, maybe he'd heal up a little quicker. You know what I mean? I'm not a, yeah. as smart yeah. as I know that you all think that I'm this ridiculously intelligent human being, but I'm not a doctor. It might be a shocker to some of you, but I also don't want people to fall into the trap of saying Eloy will be back in three months and then three months goes by and Eloy's not back. And you're like, Oh, don't go all Derek Rose on him. That's basically <laughs> what I'm saying. I, and I think that's one of the reasons why the white Sox have been very consistent with their, no, it's going to be five to six months. Right. Because as long as he, if he comes before that, great. Fucking fantastic. Yes. And if it's within the timetable of the five to six months, it's like, all right, well, that's that's what we said from the beginning. You don't have to rush him, or you don't have to feel that you have to rush him. And I think that's that's how they're playing here. Exactly. And so I, I appreciate that from the White Sox because um, I was actually listening to uh, Starting Nine, the Carabas, mm-hmm. great national podcast. And they were talking about how some of these Yankees beat reporters are saying Luke Voigt should be back in like a month and a half. And Carabas right away goes, I hate it when reporters do that. Cause now if he's not back in a month and a half, all these assholes in the Bronx are, Oh, he's a pussy. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be mm-hmm. all this crazy shit. When we don't know people heal differently. Like if you don't know that by now, I can't help you. And if Lloyd's back this season, pumped, pumped. Yeah. And yes, if you're looking for a national baseball podcast, I highly recommend starting dying. Those dudes are very good at what they do. They and, get the uh, best interviews too. And uh, I mean, I think everyone—I mean, not just us, but everyone's pretty high on the White Sox. And I, like, I don't think there's going to really be that need. It's like, oh my god, it's July. It's like, oh, we need, like, we need Eloy back to give the offensive boost. Like, I think they'll be just fine. 
Yep. And I, I don't think they'll rush him at all. And it's like, you know, if it's at the end of August, if it's August, early September, and, you know, you see how he's feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, you want to get him in. You don't want to, like, just send him out there for, like, October and be like, all right, here we go. He'll always face the best pitchers. Uh, yeah. After not facing live pitchings for uh, and yes, half a year, we all know the Kyle Schwarber story. We all know it was great, whatever. But like, this is when Eloy went down. Obviously, I was upset because it was an insanely avoidable injury. It was <laughs> insanely immature and just dumb how he hurt himself. I don't want to uh, harp on it anymore, but. One thing that I do feel very confident about is that he is going to work so ridiculously hard at getting back. Like I, I feel like this was a big time eye opener and learning experience. Just even some of his Instagram posts since the injury have been very sincere, very heartfelt. Um, it's he's gone. He's gone for the season in my head. You know what I mean? Like it's just, just chalk it up. So, I'm more of a let's look at what we're working with type of guy. Mm-hmm. And what this White Sox lineup is working with top to bottom is one of the best lineups in baseball. It is. And that's not just me yeah. being a homer. That's me being a baseball fan. This is one of the best lineups in baseball. And yes, you can, you have every, every right to be upset about a player of Eloy's caliber going down, but there comes a point, And I think we're definitely at that point you just got to chalk that shit up and you got to move on, man. You just got to get ready to go. Cause tonight's day one, man. It's step one. It's time to fucking go. It's time to put on your big boy pants and let's go win the fucking central. I mean, you look at this lineup top to bottom, you have a guy who won the batting championship and came in second or third, whatever he finished last year, leading off who is the face of your team, who is on all these national ad campaigns. Now the guy's got more swagger than I'll ever have in my entire life. Tim Anderson. And you got Adam Eaton. Adam Eaton is the definition of a Tony LaRusa guy. Tony LaRusa guy. Tony LaRusa guy. <laughs> and what Adam Eaton's going to do is TA is going to get on base and Eaton's going to move him over. And then TA is going to be in scoring position for just some monsters. Now you have monsters coming up. Now you have the reigning AL MVP coming up, batting third. Now you have the, who was once the top prospect in baseball, who has arguably the sweetest swing in baseball, fully healthy after a COVID season international pop sensation back and forth. Somebody might get pregnant tonight. You got arguably the best catcher in the AL bat and fifth. You got a great journeyman. You have a guy that you need on your team. If you're going to win a world series bat and six, Lori Garcia, you need a guy like that. More hits than trout, more hits than trout. People forget that should actually, when we start making shirts with snark Burley, that needs to be a shirt. We need to do like the player comparison that you, that yes. you do. And, it, and then like we, re- we reveal the names at the bottom. On the back. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> um, then you have a gold glove. Could have been rookie of the year as a tight race. Who's bigger, better, more athletic. And now has 60 games worth of MLB experience under his belt. He's only played six, not even 60 games. Not even like four. Luis Robert, you have a DH who, okay, we're not going to talk too much. You have Zach Collins. And then you have a, a guy you took, what, fourth overall in the first round who is constantly getting acclaims for being one of the most cerebral, one of the most best defensive second basemen in the league, who's going to get on base. And the thing is, he's going to get on base, and then we do it all fucking to get over again. 
We do it all fucking over again. So let's fucking go. I'm sick of this Debbie Downer shit on Sox Twitter. There you go. There you go, though. We got to – I mean, just reading that lineup, how I just read it right there, just got me jacked up. No, I don't have love for Collins. He has to earn that shit. Everyone else in this lineup has at least earned the little amount of praise I've given them. Zach Collins hit one home <laughs> run and then went 0 for fucking 47 last year. Or Hot in spring training, though. Had a good spring training. And you know what? Him and uh, Mercedes making the roster, let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Let one of these guys get hot because they can both hit fucking missiles. Zach Collins brings a big bet to that lineup. No, that's not your 40 home runs you're missing from Aloy, but it's going to help. And I think uh, it was James Fox who made the point. It's like, you know, having Collins and Mercedes both make your opening day roster, like, talked about the whole depth thing all offseason. Mm-hmm. You want, ideally, you want that depth coming from your minor league system. So, like, hey, if they were good enough to push off uh, Lucroy and, uh, yeah, I mean, at the end, of, oh, yeah, by the way, I know this, like, is going to be, like, inconsequential to the whole White Sox lineup for, like, most of the season, but like the whole Jake Lamb for Danny Mendick, like I was like, all right, mm-hmm. I, I was that kind of like threw me off there. It did, like it's not really gonna mean much. I don't like. I it, it makes me think that <laughs> it makes me think that TLR just isn't feeling Danny Mendick. That feels like a Tony Larusa move. Uh, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that really Lamb does. Is one of his, yeah, yep. Arizona. That totally feels like a Tony Larusa move. We'll see what happens with that. Now we got some breaking moves here. Breaking news from uh, Ryan McGuffey from NBC Sports. Great follow. Follow him. Um, Zach Collins says his dad is getting a tattoo of tonight's White Sox lineup. All right. Oh, because he's in it? Yeah, because he's in in uh, an MLB opening day. There you go. This is going to sound really stupid. I feel like I would do this too. For like, uh, for Brody, if, if Brody made an MLB opening day lineup. That's an April Fool's joke. I don't know. I don't think it is because I would totally do it. <laughs> now that I have a son, like the thought of him being in an opening day lineup, I would totally get that tatted on. Oh, my here mind. we go, James uh, Fagan from the Athletic. He also tweeted. Zach Collins said his dad is considering a tattoo of today's lineup. Oh, considering. So- so his parents are excited about him cracking uh, his first opening day roster. Colin said his dad already has a tattoo of his son catching that he caught when Zach was first called up in 2019. Boom. Dude is doing it. All right. I'm in on Zach Collins' dad. Zach Collins' dad. We've already <laughs> Who's his had, dad? Bruce Arians? Like, <laughs> we've already had uh, Rick Giolito on the show. Uh, KB's dad watches the show. What's up, Mr. Bryant? Zach Collins' dad. It, this is the show that dad's like. So... <laughs> Let's go. You come on anytime you want. Show us that as long as it's not like – They would be like K-Fit's favorite. Like K-Fit's been trying to get a tattoo for three years. K-Fit's has tried to do a tattoo <laughs> on this show since the first episode he's been on this show. I'm surprised, he, I'm surprised he hasn't gotten a drunk tattoo in Mexico. I, not, I mean, he still has time. Uh, I think he's going to end up with like a, a Horner one, I think. That's true. That's very, very true. Um, and then the little – the sugar on top – you have a possible Cy Young award-winning pitcher throwing tonight. Yes. I mean, talked about talk about like being locked in. Yes. I know it's just spring training, but goddamn. Yes. Lucas Giolito <laughs> looked very good in spring training. And also, I mean Dallas Keuchel 
Dallas Keuchel's been around. You know, he's been in the league a long time. He's been on some great pitching staffs. He's been everything. For him to say, and I know it's spring training hype and guys are all riding cloud nine and all this shit, but he said he thinks this is the most deep, talented pitching staff he's ever been a part of, from Lucas Giolito to Kyle Hendricks, top to bottom. And Well, hopefully it's not. Well, I, I know you meant Liam Hendricks, but you know Liam Hendricks, better sorry. control. Yeah, Liam Hendricks. That's all right. All right. That, that's going to happen a couple. I got times the Cubs box score still on my screen. Yeah, <laughs> but no, yeah. I mean, he, I, I, and it's because of the bull. It's obviously the rotation, sick. the first three, and then the bullpen. You guys like that's just fucking dirty. The bullpen <laughs> is fucking sick, dude. And then, although I'm going to ask a favor of you, can you just clip me reading off the Chicago White Sox lineup and just clip that as a video so I can tweet it out? I'm going to. That'll be the official White Sox lineup tonight, because I All thought right. that that got me fired up. I'm fired. I don't know if you can tell by the change in my voice. I am fired up now. They're going against Dylan Bundy, right-handed pitcher. Pretty good. Pretty good. I'm not nervous. Beeflo's been wanting him for like two years. Beeflo has wanted Dylan Bundy on the White Sox for yes. <laughs> um, what do we got lineup-wise for the Angels tonight? We got David Fletcher. Didn't he just get new paper today? Yep, like five for twenty-six yeah, or something. He can, I mean, he can hit. He's he's a good and he's a Nick Madrigal like. Uh, Otani stud, decent. Mike Trout, I guess he's okay. Decent. He doesn't have he doesn't have as much hits as Larry Garcia. Nope. Whatever. Uh, Rendon stud. That's a that's a decent two through four. Yeah, I mean that really is. That, that <laughs> or really one, is. Through, one through four. Hey, hey what up, Beef Loaf? Yeah, we were going to go on at five. Dude, are you new here? When were we ever on time? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's a pretty decent two through four, one through four, actually. And then you got Justin Upton, uh, Pujols, Jose Iglesias, Max Stasi, Dexter Fowler. Dex, good for you, Dexter Fowler. I didn't know you were fucking sneaking in there. Hey. Uh, what's up? What's up, Beef Loaf? Hey, Beef Loaf, cheers, bud. Good job to the 108 tournament. Uh, yeah. That was fun. Mine's I'm, empty. I'm very good at making the elite eight in that tournament. You're like, uh, you're like, like early. You're like 2000s Gonzaga. Yeah. Like soon though. Right. Like, but I do hang my hat on the people that have beaten me. I've lost to White Sox Dave. Mm-hmm. I've lost to Beef Loaf, and I've lost to Summer of George. You're like the kingmaker. I like that. That I'll, I'll roll with that. Summer of George was. Team of Destiny this year. No one was fucking stopping yeah. George. I mean, <laughs> no one was stopping George. I'll say the queen of White Sox Twitter, Allie White Sox, or Allie White Claw, or whatever the hell. Um, <laughs> she changes her name a lot. She gave him the best run for his money. She was yep. killing it. And that's why she's the queen of White Sox Twitter. And then Shy Sox fan Mike, dude, that dude has an army, bro. Yeah. Like, he has. <laughs> army like people i don't think people talk about this enough shy Sox fan mike has an army and like he doesn't even like he tweets a lot of white Sox stuff but like he doesn't like he's not like the barstool guys or anything that like summons his army or anything like that like he just kind of like plays it out and like it was like so like calm and like dude but the one-way tourney towards the end the final four and the championship voting shit got wild man you got girls saying that she'll post nudes if george wins you got this official account of sour patch kids voting for summer of george like dude shit got weird dude oh, and it was man. like 
and it was just such a good representation of what this tournament is. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be fun. And people were there no were there no controversies this year? Because I know I, you passed. Some yeah. people got a little butt hurt. Just a real there was just a <laughs> little bit of butt hurt along the way, but not as much as years past. I think this was one of the most fun years. Okay. Like, okay. The Sour Patch Kids account was fucking wild, dude. I lost my shit when I saw that. And you're right, Alex. The positivity attracts random people to follow him. And you know what? He has 40,000 followers. I have three. I'm pretty positive, but fuck me, right? So <laughs> I was about to compliment you. I mean, you did make it to the Elite Eight all, all positive all the way through. I did not. Yeah, I wouldn't go down that route. One, because I just don't have the energy. Like, And with the kid right now, it's just, yeah, I, do, I could do the morning video and then that was about it. Do you it. feel like you should have exploited your son more? Mm, thought about <laughs> it. Thought about it. Definitely thought about it. Uh, yeah, but I, you, have to, you have to see like next year's, uh, next year's bracket and see like, all right, maybe uh -oh. I can do it this time. For everyone watching this right now, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, K-Fids is drunk. Uh, <laughs> he is angry drunk. He just tweeted out, oh, no, the Cubs lost the first game of a 162-game season. Is it time to throw the baby out with the bathwater? Is it all over? Yes, no, what the fuck, it's game one. Yeah, he's drunk. If you feel, <laughs> if you feel the need, go ahead and uh, mess with him a little bit. Someone should reply to that, like, I'm glad Nico got sent down. Or <laughs> be, like, be like, oh, these guys show that they don't deserve extensions. Yep. <laughs> Something like that. Just be like, I can't believe Chris Bryant talked to them and he won't and he won't return their calls or something like that. Oh man. No, he's hot right now. He's hot. But uh yeah. yeah actually, that, uh, uh, the, the captain tweets are definitely coming soon. Yeah, tell you, he needs to bring that like uh, I'm waiting for the day Cap replied. Actually, I think they I think Cap and I think Kaplan replied to him the other day when they were talking about like the Rizzo lowballing and Yeah. And I will say <laughs> to I know he doesn't really watch the show, but he might. Who knows? To cap one of it, tread lightly when you're doing Chris Bryant with Fids. You're going to lose. <laughs> you're going to go back and forth, and I know who your source is, and I know who Fids' source is. You're going to lose. I but, think I think that was part of it. Kaplan's like, I agree on the first half. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, K-Fids brought up uh, the Rizzo thing and then the Bryant thing. Yeah, I mean, you guys got <laughs> <you guys> to <gotta laughs> realize, like, like a month ago, Fids was at – the Bryant house, like hitting balls in the batting cage on in their house. But anyways, uh, shout out Colorado Rockies winning eight to five against the Dodgers. Um, wow. Cubs and Dodgers. One in the same. There you go. There, there you go. Hang your head on that. I'm just really excited. These West coast games make me stay up way past my bedtime, but there seems to be a lot of good content coming out tonight. Uh, the sons of Hanarchy, And then uh, our boys over at the one wait are doing something with Sox Machine. I mean, that's just good watching right there. Um, but it's been opening day, man. It's been such a good day. I haven't even looked at my fantasy team once. I don't even know what the hell's going on with that. But uh, I don't know. Did you see anything else, Aldo? Uh, I mean, I oh, oh. Uh-oh. 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 Uh -oh. Uh -oh. There you go. Turn the music down. Yeah, turn it down. I don't think I have a charge. I'm not in charge of that. All right, say your I piece. Just then I'm. In and say what's up, guys. I'm sorry. Bacale a la musica. There you go. I just wanted to. I'm sorry that the Cubs season is over because they lost game one. And I'm sorry that there's Justin Bieber in the background. You all right, bud? Everything okay down there? 
Is that a self-driving car? <laughs> All right, buddy. <laughs> we'll talk David Bodie like, played great defense. So, yep. I just wanted to pop in. I'll leave you guys to it. Just know, Tom Rickett sucks. Jed Hoyer's a liar. The cup season is over. Oh, you're going down Madonna sing-alongs, bud. You're in for a long car ride. You're in for a long car ride. All that. right, buddy. Love you too, man. Be careful. See you, Kevin. Oh, he's so fucked. <laughs> if you're in the the drunk Madonna sing-alongs portion and the sun is still out, you're in for a long night. Completely does. Kevin's he probably missed. If he, did, I hope he didn't like try to watch the game today. Like he's in Mexico right now. Hope he didn't try to suffer through that four-hour mess. No, um, I, know, yeah. I know, I know, Fitz. He definitely watched it on his phone. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Hold on. Yeah, no. I mean, uh, I think we've seen it in the comments uh, already. Uh, hopefully, because I'm, I'm not jumping off the Cubs train yet. It's one game. But, you know, baseball is going to baseball. You're going to lose even to the worst teams. But, uh, I mean, yeah, if this continues, we're going to see some uh, pretty pretty big trades during the summer. I like the Cubs schedule. After We're going to know. Uh, Cubs June schedule is, holy shit, uh, if they survive that, maybe they're going to be in it. If not... We might see a lot of trades in July. So one their thing, June schedule is tough. Oh, for sure, dude. The White Sox actually got a pretty good opening schedule after they get out of Anaheim. But one thing that a lot of people are a little perturbed about in Tony LaRusso's first lineup here is Larry Garcia batting six in front of uh, Robert and Grandal. I'm not saying that I am uh, a huge fan of it, but it's his first game. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. We're going to see how it goes. You know what I mean? It's just one thing that I'm going to try to do this season is I'm not going to try to waste energy on stupid shit. I'm going to really try hard because one, I don't get to sleep that much anymore. And two, <laughs> it's just, I've, I've kind of taken a step back and I look and I realize like, some things it's just not worth it. Like, we'll see. Why is Magical not batting fourth? Um, they got to save, you know, you can't put it all out there the first game. You got to save a little something, be a little mysterious. It is tough on Twitter. And, I mean, I've, in the last two weeks, I think I've deleted more tweets before I sent them out than in my lifetime. What is considered stupid oh, shit? Good question from Beef. That is a good question. That is a good question. So, a lot of it with me is like lineup stuff. Well, first lineup of the season, I would classify as super shit just because literally they are all batting zero right now. And he's kind of testing things out, putting in a situation. I don't know. Stupid shit might be a little too harsh for that. Cause I do understand the concern. Like as a fan, I even said when I was doing the lineup earlier that Garcia and six is interesting to me. And when I say angry, I mean, like me going off on tirades, tirades, like questioning something isn't getting angry. So if I, like, if there's like, again, Garcia in the sixth spot, if I'm like, Oh yeah. I, I and again, you know, I think Manny Mitch part of being on Twitter, I think a lot of things get misinterpreted. 
Mm-hmm. Like, just because, you know, you point something out or you disagree with something, it's not like you're, like, actively, like, fuck this or, you know, fuck him. It's like you can question things. <laughs> yes. that's. I guess that's a really good thing. to, And it is tough to read with text. Yeah, like, Fids, when Fids goes off <laughs> about Kaplan, that's angry. That's yeah. stupid shit to me. Uh, but he's trying to protect his boy, and I get that. Um, questioning something isn't getting angry. I'm just trying to eliminate getting to the point where I go off on like 10 tweet tangents or I come on here and I start screaming and yelling. I mean, a lot gets lost in the text translation. Absolutely. And I mean, Mm -hmm. that's one of the beautiful things about sports is being like, yo, why is Lurie batting six and having a discussion about it? I think that's Mm -hmm. another point I want to, I want to have more discussions this year. I want to just like, I want to talk things out with people. You know what I mean? Like I don't, and I'm a very patient man. Just, it's one of, I guess, a good quality of mine. I'm very patient. But one thing I don't have patience for is, like, just stupid. <laughs> like, like I brought my dog to get a haircut, and I told the lady to cut her face into, like, a circular shape, and she couldn't comprehend that. And it took, like, 20 minutes, and I wanted to fucking break every piece of glass in that place. I was – I hulked out, man. But <laughs> I just – I more want to get a better understanding – of people's perspectives when it comes to stuff, when it pertains to the white Sox, because I feel like I'll be better, a better fan because of it. And I'll learn more because of it. You know what I mean? Like I've also noticed, like, again, it it probably has to do just like, you know, you're reading something and you can interpret it like 10 different ways when you read something on, on social media. But uh, like, there's like a thing that happened earlier this week on Cubs Twitter. And it's like, like those, the two people that kind of, they didn't even really get into it. It was like a subtweet, and like guy responded, and it was like, like wasn't really to me anyway. I didn't take it as like, oh, guy was like shitting on this person. I think it was just like a fun back and forth. I think like the whole, I like to you know disarm people with like some sarcasm, maybe a joke, you know, yeah. making fun of myself if I have if I have like a stupid thing that comes out or about the Cubs or something. Absolutely. But like I, I, but a lot of times, like I do feel like, like you said, like things just get lost in translation. It's like you know, not everything is a fight. Like not like right. not everything has to be, uh, like a confrontation. A confrontation, and like I think that just happens way too much. Where it's like you know you mm-hmm. say something, and it's like, well, no, fuck you. It's like I, it wasn't really that big of a deal. Or yeah. like if you come back at somebody with a joke, it's like you know this was lighthearted. This wasn't like a you know screw you. <laughs> And I found myself sometimes in, in those exact, and I totally agree with you. And in those exact situations where someone will say something like, I don't know, like magical sucks. And I'll be like, well, I disagree. And here's why. Why do you think he sucks? And they'll just be like, fuck you. He sucks. And I'm just like, all right, <laughs> have a good, those are the conversations now I'm going to start seeing myself out of mm-hmm. instead of going back and forth over this shit. Uh, you know, and I get it. But the biggest thing that I want to accomplish this season, and I think it's going to make this show better is to have more, to be able to see things from other people's perspectives. Like mm-hmm. I have my way of how I judge if a player, if I think a player is good or if I think yeah. a move is good. But what I want to see is like, I know there's the, the Ken war, which <laughs> Ken war didn't do too hot today. Uh, like, <laughs> but the, the guys over at bad guy radio, brand new, check them out. White Sox fans, you know, King Mac, uh, Ken W O. There's a lot of really good guys over there uh, doing their thing. And I'm going to listen. I listen to a lot of pod. I don't really even listen to music 
during the day anymore. I just listen to a different podcast mm -hmm. because it's interesting to me to hear these people. But if you're ever on a podcast or if you want to do, you know, what we do and talk to 15 people every week about baseball, you, you should learn to explain why you think the way you do. Cause it'd be easy for me to be like, well, Trevor Story's good because he had an 8.76 OPS last year. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. you just you got to be able to just. I'm I'm trying to get into deeper meaning with people. I guess this year, I just want to. I want people to explain themselves to me. I want people to explain why they see it, and by doing that, my hope is I look at things differently by the end of the year. Yeah. That's that's my big goal this season. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Did you want to do predictions for this? If you want. Sure, I mean, we, we can just do, do like division winners and like postseason stuff. Yeah, I mean, we'll start with the AL Central. I got the Sox. I really think it's – I think they're going to win 94-plus games. I think it's I their division. I also have the Sox. Um. AL East. I I don't want to say the Yankees, dude. <laughs> Just because one, I don't think they could stay healthy. I don't. They, and they can't. <laughs> they, no, they just can't. I I don't think they could stay healthy. And the rotation just, be, behind uh, Garrett Cole is uh, questionable. Questionable at best. Um. I don't. <laughs> Toronto's going to be hurt too much. And again, that rotation is kind of booty. Uh, Do it. Take the Orioles. I'm just going to <laughs> I mean, I can argue. I can literally argue against every team in this division. Right. Like, I'm talking myself out of every team in this division. I think it's Rays or Yankees. Yeah, I think it, I'm going to go ahead and say I'll take the Rays. I'll take the Rays. Yeah, I, I mean, they've done what so many other teams are going to try to do this year with just, like, trying to get innings from a whole bunch of guys, and they've done that for years. Mm -hmm. So I think they're the most prepared about a handle a season like this. So, yeah, I think I'm going to go to the Rays again. And, I mean, don't look now, but the Tigers are in first place in the AL Central. Just saying. What if the Tigers are good? Um, <clears throat> they're not. AL, West is, AL West is another interesting one to me. Um, is no, this the year? Can the Angels do it? In years past, dude, it was just this would be a breeze. We'd all we I'd go Houston, you'd say Houston, and we would just move on. But I don't feel it's like that anymore. I mean, we saw huge steps back for uh, their little man. Uh, what's his name? Altuve. He had a shit season last year, and I know. All right, go ahead, comment section. You can go ahead and start pounding like uh, pounding. Yeah, they. They're not cheating anymore. I think uh, they lost Springer. Uh, Bregman's going to have a good year this year. I really think he is. But that rotation kind of blows too. I mean. Yeah, they don't. It's not that. Uh, I'm losing Cole, uh, losing a couple of guys. Yeah. I don't sweat the Astros. I'm going to go with the Oakland A's in the AL West. Uh, I think. <sighs> they did lose Marcus Simeon, though. They did. Uh, they have Chapman coming back, though. Yep. Remember, he was injured at the end of the last year. Mm -hmm. I, um, I just, yep. I've learned my too. yeah, I've learned my lesson with betting against the A's. I'm done betting against the A's. <laughs> I know they lost Hendricks, you know, and all that fun stuff. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Oakland. Uh, NL, start with the Central. 
You want to go first? <laughs> I mean, I, I tweeted it out uh, Wednesday night. I'm uh, not. I'll tell you right now. I'm not saying Cubs. I uh, I think that was more of. A, I think that was an emotional pick by me. Um, uh, <laughs> it's tough to put you on the spot right now, too, after the dog shit right game they had today. Uh, for, uh, I, I mean, that's the thing. I, right now, we had a comment. Uh, uh, you know, what's the worst division base? It's the NL Central. Like. Uh, most of these teams like probably won't win more than eight, eight, five, eight, six games. Uh, the NL Central. Yeah. Yeah, it's the NL Central. Worst of it. Yeah, no, yeah, it's it's it's, it's, the, it's the NL Central. Uh, the you NL know, Central. I, the fucking Brew. I've said it for years, like the past few years, the Brewers just annoying. Their pitching staff is really good. Give me the Brewers, I guess. Uh, I'm gonna go with the. And I know you're not gonna like this. I don't even like saying this. I feel dirty saying this because I fucking hate this team. But I'm gonna go with the Cardinals. <laughs> I think they're stacked. I think they always somehow find a way. They always are there. Uh, I'm going to go with the Cardinals, and then I'm going Brewers, and then I'm going Cubs in third, dude. I mean, yeah, no, it's it's definitely possible because I don't know. Like, the Cubs just have to be – it's one of the reasons, like, I still kind of – they have a lot of talent. It's just if they go back into their fucking old habits and their offense does what they did on opening day, like, it's going to be a long fucking season. They're going to get traded, and then this team's – like gonna finish below five hundred. Um, so we'll go from an absolute cheeks division to a very good division. <laughs> uh, the NL East. NL East is tough, dude. Miami's gonna be better than people think. Um, yeah. the Nationals, when they're not testing positive for COVID, that team's sneaky good too. <laughs> uh, then you got the Philly. I mean, that's a good division. That's a very good division. Yeah. Uh, the Mets. My MVP for this year is in that division. Um, but, I mean, the Mets made a lot of big moves. Um, I'm still going to go with Hotlanta, though. Hotlanta? I'm going to go with Atlanta. I think they're uh, a very complete team. Their rotation leaves something to be very desired. But they managed to figure it out last year. I'm going to go with Atlanta. I'll go with the chalk. Uh, is it a chalk pick? No, I mean, it's a tough division. I'll go with the Mets, though. There is no chalk, chalk in this division. Yeah, no, that's, There's no I chalk like the in Mets. this division. Um, and then the Dodgers. <laughs> I want so badly to take the Padres, but it's, 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 it's the, the Dodgers. It's the Dodgers. It's, oh, Fitz is posting videos of himself now. <laughs> um, oh, we forgot the wild card teams. Well, now, yeah. So what's a wild card from AL wild card? So I think yeah, there's two, I think right? I had the Rays Rays for the AL East. So I got the Yankees, Yankees, and Twins. Yankees I'm gonna go, and Twins. I'm gonna go Yankees and Angels. Oh, there you go, Mike Trout in the postseason. I I just want to see it. I'm just trying to speak it into existence because <laughs> the worst, the lamest thing in the world is when you're like having a discussion about best baseball player and some you say Mike Trout and there's always, always that one guy, but he doesn't do it in the postseason. It's not golf. <laughs> it's a, the definition of a team sport. So, yeah. Uh, I think it just, by the way, I'm totally going to be wrong because I think they just had the same playoff teams that were in the postseason. Oh, no, I didn't have play- – well, no, there was expanded postseason last year. Though. Mm-hmm. So. so, and then in the NL, I'm going to go with the Mets. And I'm gonna go with the Padres. Yeah, Padres. I go Padres and like Braves. Yeah, I think we're. 
I mean, me and you are pretty lined up pretty here with close. a lot of this. I know um, that. I mean, I have Kayfit's video is on my screen. I don't have volume on it, but he is getting into this video. Um, I think he's singing. Yeah, that boy's drunk. Um, MVP. NL. Juan Soto. Damn it. Come on, dude. I'm gonna go on. I think it's Juan Soto too. Uh, that dude's just a beast. He's so young and constantly getting better. Um, they actually yeah, talked. We're gonna vote for KB. Oh, you're kissing Kfid's ass. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, the beef loaf killer known as Jeppesan uh, did a story about Juan Soto and how everyone in the locker room likes him um, and like his work ethic work ethic and all this other stuff. Um, but one of the really cool stories is, and they brought it up on uh, starting nine. Uh, there was some dude, oh, shit, I forgot the guy's name, but he's a relief pitcher and he struck Juan Soto out in low a ball. Mm-hmm. And then he was pumped and he posted the at bat on his Instagram. The pitcher did. Yeah. <laughs> well. And then, so the next time Juan Soto sees him, is in the major leagues first pitch he hit it off the fucking white house and he stared at him stared at him the entire time he rounded the bases i like that in a player i like that fuck you attitude when it comes to shit like that that's what you gotta have um but also he he just i mean the dude works hard he's just a beast too like so apparently we're a juan soto podcast now yeah and he's on my fantasy team, so what's up? There you go. Let's go. And then is Abreu going to make it two in a row, back-to-back? He is not. Oh. Um, as far as White Sox are concerned, I think the best player – the player that has the best chance is Yoan Mankata. Mm-hmm. I think healthy Yoan Mankata, I think he's primed for a really big season this year. Um, okay. Yeah, That's I mean – you, well, I can tell you right now, your pick's going to be in the top five. Uh, guaranteed. He's yeah, <laughs> guaranteed. Um, trying to think. Who is? Fuck it, I'll Maybe. go Yohan Mankata. Yohan Mankata. All right. Back to back White Sox MVPs. That'd be something. <laughs> that be would something. be incredible. Yeah. That would be something. Um. Magical. I'm surprised you didn't take magical. Somebody. Yeah, I just. Yeah, I. Me and Nick talked about it. We're good. Should we do? Okay, let's do one fun over under magical three. Thirty one batting average. Like, I don't, is that too? I feel like that's. I don't know if that's too high or too low. I don't. Three thirty one. Three thirty one. Because what did he hit last year? Like three forty six. Pounding the over. Limited time. Pounding the over. All right. All right. I, so. One couple things. I feel I like that's three thirty-one. <laughs> but yeah, I think. It, I mean, not pounding the over, but like three forty. Um, we got some unders. That's fine, under. and that's an easy under. I understand that one hundred percent. I'm not taking the easy, the easy route here. Um, some things with Nick Magical though that I've noticed. That's what's up, Carrie. Good, Carrie. I was going to tweet that picture at you if you didn't take the over. Um, Watching all the spring training games and everything, after almost every at bat, 
when they show the dugout for Nick Madrigal, he's going right up to Jose Abreu and Tony La Russa. All right, all right. I mean, obviously him and Zach Collins are boys, they're roommates and all that shit, but like, so he's talking to him, but I feel like Madrigal is such a student of the game. He's going to benefit a lot from having a manager like Tony La Russa. Um, so uh, speaking about batting average, uh, just the last full, you know, regular 162 game season, mm-hmm. there's only one, two, three, there's only four guys who hit above 320. Yep. Obviously that was t- when Tim Anderson won the batting average. About, about to be five. <laughs> about to be five. So what do you think the World Series is going to be? I know it's chalk, but Dodger, no, Dodgers. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Dodgers. Uh, I mean, have you seen their – oh, he's back. Yep. Kevin, World Series pick. World Series pick. Dodgers, White Sox. White, oh. White Sox in six. White Sox in six. Look, look at you with the pander pick. <laughs> hey, I know what I'm doing. All right, so you go as I figure out my AL pick. If I can flip my cam right now, you guys would be impressed, but I can't. So, um, so, so what? What? What is the gist of this discussion? Has it been the Cubs suck? No, we did that an hour ago. That was an hour. We're was, doing uh, uh, predictions now. It's prediction now. Now MVP. Oh, we got Juan Go Soto, and then I have Mike Trout. Zoe has Mancada. I have Juan Soto, Mancada. Mancada, Juan Soto. Okay. I like the Soto pick. I think that uh, I think Altuve is gonna. Ooh. Ooh, huge bounce back. All right. Huge bounce back. Bounce back. I'm going with short guy bounce back, but Jesus Christ. I am babysitting some fun. So I I, I apologize for not being there, guys. Flip your camera. <laughs> right now, I'm just in the villa. It's just it's no problem, man. I think I think we get the World Series that the world wants to see. I think we get the Padres White Sox World Series. Ooh, that'd be great. That'd be the best thing to happen to baseball. That easily would be the best thing to happen for baseball. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, there it is. Oh, oh. Hi. So that happened. Oh. <laughs> we're, def- we're definitely clipping that. <laughs> On the pod. Yep. Let me oh, see sh- the time here. One fourteen hour mark. All right, there you go. Hello. 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 Give us a World Series pick. Who do you think is going to win the World Series? The Bears. The Bears? Good answer. Right. <laughs> we have a fourth I, member to the show now. I popped in. We're gonna go, we're gonna go shopping now. But love you guys. Be good. All right, man. Take care. See ya. Bye. <laughs> She's gonna be so mad when she sees that clip. <laughs> I was going. I, I want to make that the uh, like the picture for the. Uh, for no, the don't get K Fizzle. No, <laughs> spare him that. Spare him that. I mean, I, like Kevin's gonna clip that just on his own. Yeah, let him do it though. Let him <laughs> dig his. Let him dig his own grave. Uh, what's he shopping for? It's his last day in Mexico, so they're probably gonna buy like clothes that they'll never wear ever again. <laughs> You know how like the girls buy like those like shot glasses? yeah, and like the girls buy like those sash things like that they wear on the beach and stuff like that. Yeah, yep. we should play that every. I'll clip that anytime someone asks a Bears question, just her going the Bears. Okay. <laughs>
Uh, World Series is tough. I'm I'm going San Diego White Sox. I'll go with Dodgers Bears. Rays again. What a re- rematch, baby. I wouldn't let's, be surprised. Let's I see really if the like Dodgers it. can win it for real. Dude, I've been <laughs> I have literally been hyping myself up since Nomar Mazzara struck out the end of the season last year about this White Sox team. I cannot muster a reasoning why I cannot pick them for the World Series right now. I just I mean, no, you guys loaded uh Lineup great, the rotation top three. If C's can get it together, holy shit. Dude, did you see his last spring training game? <laughs> did you That's see that? Ridiculous. I I felt like uh Buddy Elf. Did you see that? Like <laughs> it was I think I think uh, Aloha Mr. Hand bet him for Cy Young, I think. Or I think was it him? I mean, I was on the, the 108 show and I said my bold prediction was C's top five Cy Young and I was feeling pretty fucking good about it after that I mean, game. If he's, if he's throwing like that every time out, yeah. That was woo. Uh, my other bold prediction going into the season is the White Sox will have five All Stars. Five All Stars. I I mean, yeah. If you consider the pitching side too, I think yeah. Yep. Five All Stars: Mancata, Robert, Giolito, Hendricks, and hopefully Sees. Yeah, I mean, I think you could probably get some Brayu, whoever, Tim Anderson. Yeah, Grandall, maybe. Grandall. I mean, they can easily. I don't think that's. Now that we talked it out, I guess that's not that bold of a prediction, but. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's pretty much all. I'm so like, shit, we still got two fucking hours to the White Sox game. (laughs) Do you think you're going to make it? Are you going to stay up for the whole game, though? I will. I'm, I'm. it's opening day, dude. I got like, I got a lot of energy. If I'm not tweeting a lot, it's because I'm laying in bed watching it, <laughs> and I might be going in and out. But I'm gonna be up. Uh, I'm not gonna like live stream me. I just want to watch the game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. We've sat here and we've talked about it so much. I've tweeted about it so much. I don't think I can remember a White Sox season that I've been this hyped for going into the season. Maybe the 06 season after the World Series. Like, mm-hmm. I was, the expectations were so high, but like, dude, I'm, I'm just, I just want to enjoy the game. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think Mrs. <laughs> though, I don't think Mrs. though is going to make it that late. So I'm just probably going to sit there by myself and just watch the game in quiet. I say, and- I won't. I say I won't be on Twitter. I'm gonna be on Twitter. I'll be on Twitter. <laughs> and uh, I mean, you probably had the feeling since like last year, but you definitely have that feeling. Probably most Sox fans have that feeling now, where every game you you go into, it's like, yeah, probably gonna win. So what a great feeling that must be. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I've oh okay. Well, let's let's stay here though. This is interesting. We got Rockies are up eight to five, one out, top of the ninth. Dodgers have bases loaded. Oh, we got Matt Beatty up, you know, just the guy that you'd want in that Dodgers lineup up at the plate. But I mean, in the chat to the, you know, the five people that are watching still, <laughs> I mean, is this, I, I honestly think this is the most excited I've been going into a White Sox season in, in my life. Yeah. And well, I guess this is a valuable point. Anytime I get this 
excited wow. about something, it doesn't end well. But see, the difference is, I mean, what what's the equivalent to like a quarterback in the NFL to baseball, like rotation or bull, bullpen, like just pitching staff? Yeah. I mean, the White Sox have a pretty damn good pitching staff. Ooh, so whoever does. Dude for the Rockies, last name Bard. He's up there fucking throwing 99 mile an hour dots. Josh Bard? Yeah, fuck, dude. But, all right, we don't have to stick around. I mean, I'm just, I'm excited. If you're watching this now, go tune in to the Sons of Hanarchy podcast. It looks like they're doing theirs live right now, too. Those two goofballs are all jacked up, ready to go. Steve-O looks like he's having a good old time. I can't hear it right now, but he's uh holding – Hey, if you go watch the Sons of Hanarchy podcast, tell Steve-O I said he's holding the mic weird because he's, he's got like this whole like limp, weird wrist thing going on. Um, but then after that, make sure you tune in and support our boys at the 108. Uh, they're doing it with, you know, Josh and Sox Machine, which is always a great time. And enjoy the game, folks. Sox fans, we've been waiting for this for fucking feels like years. Like this offseason felt like years. But uh, we'll be around. Always uh, rate review. Um, we'll have the winner. Oh shit! I got to announce the winner this during this week uh, for our free tickets for the 11th. That's right. So people can plan accordingly. I completely forgot about that. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but make sure you leave us a review and uh, screenshot it. And let us know that you did it for an entry. Um, I don't know. You got anything else? Yeah. Uh, go Cubs. Can't can't lose. Can't lose today. Friday. So that's good. So, all right, folks, wish me luck. I'm going, it's going to be a good night. I got a good feeling. This is going to be bad shit. All right. Uh, For Aldo, I'm Zoe. Take care, everybody. We'll see you guys next week. Rebuild of the favorites. We here for the latest. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. It's that time of the year now Wrigley or Gantee So the whole league that we hear now New show with a new mood Discussions and interviews Straight rumors that might be This is Pinwheels and Knife Yeah This is what you waiting for, yeah You can put it on the board, yeah Every season they get all changed Take me out to the bar game This is what you waiting for, yeah You can put it on the board